Hello, hello, everybody. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag Boss Lee or the People's Mentor. And this is episode 553 of the show. This is the story of 300. And you probably know it. Maybe you don't know it. Either way, it's an awesome leadership tale. And I think everybody's going to love this and want to share it. And if you do, make sure you screenshot this, put it in your story, make sure you tag at I'm Boss Lee, and make sure you tag some friends so they can spread the news of the People's Mentor podcast too. I appreciate you guys so much. Thanks for subscribing, leaving those five-star reviews. You know, maybe I'll pull up a review right now and actually read a five-star review while we're doing this. And if at any point in time you're listening to this and it sounds like there's an income claim or something like that, it is certainly not intentional. I work super, super hard. And so um, all income come equal in whatever. I am just out here working my butt off. So hope you guys appreciate that as well and understand network marketing is super hard work. I will go ahead and read a five-star review. There are tons of them, tons of new ones. Oh my gosh, I love you guys. Just from yesterday, Faye Marilyn says, my amazing virtual coach. Jessie Lee is simply amazing and hilarious. I'm so grateful for her leadership, authenticity, and honestly everything. Oh my goodness. No matter what day I'm having, I can always count on Jessie Lee to encourage, empower, and give me the kick I need to be the best I can be. Thank you so much, Jessie Lee. Oh my God, my heart. Guys, like, you can't have a bad day. You know, uh, this is not what the podcast is about, but you cannot, you literally cannot be in a state of anger, depression, anxiety, etc. at least in that moment, if you feel gratitude. And that just made me feel so flipping grateful. So thank you for that review. And thank you all you guys who take the time to leave these reviews. It's just, oh God, it's just, I don't think you can think, I think some of you think you're not powerful. I think some of you think that you can't make a difference. And literally, you can hear my energy shift just from reading that short little review. So thank you so much to those of you guys who take the time to do that. It really means a lot to me. With that said, make sure you follow the links and everything. You can subscribe to the podcast. You can join the Telegram channel. And the Accelerator program is coming super soon. I love you guys so much. I appreciate you so much. I hope you love episode 553 on the story of 300. Hello, everybody. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me Boss Lee. And I am going to talk to you tonight about something I think is really important. And I'm going to tell you the story of 300, but I'm going to tell you the story of 300 as it relates to your business. And so if you find this valuable, this is my business live of the night. And so we are accumulating all of the shares on Facebook, which is Jesse Lee Ward. The more you share it, you can share it all the places you want to. On Saturdays, we're doing massive, massive giveaways only when you share my business lives, which like this is a whatever. It's a training. So share wherever. I'm really excited about this. And I am going to be using this book, which is uh, Courage is Calling by Ryan Holiday. Um, He is my favorite living author. So I'm going to read parts of this and I'm going to let you see how this relates to your business if you are in business. So thank you for your shares, um, especially over here on Facebook. That's where I can see where you share. So this entire story of 300, as you guys know, I'm going to tell the stories of the story of Persia and Xerxes and how that relates as well how that relates as well with the Spartans, the Greeks, okay? So if you've ever seen the movie, you can put 300 in the chat. Uh, Obviously, it's a great movie, but you don't have to see the movie for this to pertain to you. So um, if you happen to own this book, I'm reading on page 185. When we rise above ourselves, man is pushed by drives, but he is pulled by values. And that is said by Viktor Frankl. Courage has... Am I reading the right story? I'm not even reading the right story. <laughs> okay, that's definitely not the book that I was, the page I was on. I'm on page 190. Beep, beep, back it up. Let's start again. Page 190. The Greeks were not perfect. The Spartans least of all. Xerxes, the ruler of the enormous Persian empire, sought subjugation and revenge. The Greeks had offended him, rebuffing his emissaries with insolence and foiling his father's invasion a decade before. And now with an enormous mar- army, he marched into Greece. Some Greek city-states saw the writing on the wall and surrendered. Some took large bribes to switch sides. Would Xerxes conquer the West? Would an all-powerful king 
worshipped as a god. Stamp out the embers of freedom and equality. Extinguishing a way of life we are fortunate enough to enjoy today. As the Allies struggled to come together, struggled to prepare, it was decided. A small army led by 300 Spartans and their ruler, Leonidas, would rush to Thermopylae, the hot gates, to hold back the Persians as long as they could. If they could make a strong stand, perhaps Greece could be inspired to fight on. They say that the barbarian has come near and is coming on while we are wasting time, Leonidas told his soldiers. Truth, soon we shall either kill the barbarians or else we are bound to be killed ourselves. And so they marched on, 300 of Sparta's most elite soldiers, to a man, each one the father of at least one living son, traversing some 250 miles to face perhaps the worst odds in the history of, war in the history of warfare. They picked up some reinforcements from a few neighboring states. Sorry, I don't know what's going on. Over here on Instagram, why is this happening to me? They picked up some reinforcements from a few neighboring states, but it is believed that between 5,000 and 7,000 Greeks eventually stood against a Persian force that some ancient historians have claimed numbered as many as 1 million men. And I want you to stop for a second because now I've got to talk to you about this. Okay, I need, you to talk, I need you to think about your business just for a second because there are so many times we look at the numbers and we think that the numbers are the only thing that's going to dictate our success. We look at the numbers and we literally think to ourselves that that is all that matters. We look at the numbers and we think that it doesn't matter how strong we are or that we're fighting for a cause. We simply look at the numbers and we think we have to be doing the most and we need the most people. But see, I don't believe it's so in business. I believe truly and honestly that it is the power of the quality of people, not necessarily the quantity of people that are going to get you where you want. Now, you can also see this in business when you look at things called super fans. You heard of this? Super fans. I might not have the most followers and I might not have the most viewers on live videos and I might not have the most people who comment on my stuff or click like on my stuff, but I will tell you, the people that follow me are extremely loyal and they stand for something because I stand for things. Let's keep reading. <sighs> Their only advantage was that the, Spitan, the Spartans were actually fighting for something. And I want you to ask yourself, what are you fighting for in your business? Why do you do this? They were prepared to fight and die so that others might stay free. If you had any knowledge of the noble things of life, Leonidas told Xerxes, you would refrain from coveting others' possessions. But for me to die for Greece is better than to be the sole ruler over the people of my race. Of course, the insatiable conquerors of history have no understanding of such things. It, the very first thing Xerxes did was try to bribe the Spartans. It had worked in some of the weaker city-states and was certainly the kind of temptation that Xerxes would have lunged at had he been in the same position. Not Leonidas, not for a descendant of Hercules. And I want to stop for a second because I don't know if you actually think about this. Do any of you actually stop and think for even just a moment in time that every single one of you has come from some kind of powerful background? Because I don't think you do. I don't think you understand that the only reason that you are walking on earth in 2022 is that you've come from a bloodline of people who are conquerors and not in a negative way. People who are courageous and full of inspiration. People who have gone through probably more than you, have, you could ever even imagine. You literally are in a bloodline of people who crossed over the boundaries of countries. You are. Oh, you are. Every single one of you. And I don't think we think of that sometimes. So, so we, we, we very, very carefully walk through life, all gentle and dainty. Why? You're literally the descendant of greatness. And then the people in your bloodline who were not courageous, you don't know their names. You don't. 
But you probably do know the names of the people who maybe immigrated to a country or crossed over lines or were people who fought in major wars for generations and generations. I just want you to think about that because not a single person walking on earth in 2022 came from a weak bloodline. It's not possible. I just don't think it's possible. I think we make choices to not be courageous. I think we make choices to be bullies. I think we make choices to be the weaker of the species. I think we make choices to not show up courageously. I think we make choices to put a lid on what we can and cannot do in our businesses, our lives, etc. I think we make choices to play small. Thank you for sharing. I think we make choices to live a very mediocre life in a world and in a generation that is the best, most accessible generation that has ever existed. I don't think you think about that. And I think we self-deprecate instead of understanding you come from a very powerful bloodline. It's not possible that you don't. Because the weak people in your bloodline are dead. I mean, not just because this is generations ago, but they died. They died because they didn't stand up for things. Just think about that. Just chew on that for a minute. Not for a descendant of Hercules to take the easy choice to bet betray others for your own gain, to advance one's position but do it through treachery. The Greeks have learned from their fathers to gain lands, not by cowardice but by valor, Leonidas said. He chose virtue. He chose courage. This idea of valor, not just courage, but a commitment to something larger than themselves was what convinced the Greeks this mission was even worth attempting. How could you possibly risk so few against that many, one ally asked Leonidas. If you think men, if you men think that I rely on numbers, please write this down, oh my God. If you men think that I rely on numbers, he replied, then all of Greece is not sufficient, for it is but a small fraction of their numbers. But if on men's valor, then this number will do. And so when Xerxes asked the Spartans to surrender their arms, the iconic reply was, come and take them. You know, because so, so I, I did something today. I did something when I read this earlier to our team. This, we were reading part of this from book club tonight. Our team has a book club we do every single night. I read to them. I do what I'm doing with you right now, every single night for our team. I let them think a little bit bigger, span, expand their brain a little bit, all right? Because I like to read and I like to think. I'm a thinker. And this made me think. So I reached out to a bunch of top leaders in network marketing, just because network marketing is my profession. Now, what I'm going to say to you, why don't we play a little guessing game, yeah? I would love for you to play a guessing game. Our team will sell roughly $13 million this month. In February, the shortest month of the year. I would like, now that you know that number, for you to guess in the chat how many people are in our sales organization from me down. Take a guess. I'll just give you some time. I'll give you a minute. $13 million in sales. How many human beings are selling? Think about how much you sell and think about So I reached out to uh, I reached out to a couple top leaders and I asked people I said you know, people making $20,000, $50,000 a month. I said, how many people do you have in your team? 200000 Okay, so $20,000, $30,000 in, in net profits a month. And they've got 200,000 people on their team. Asked another person. I said, how many, you know, I know you make $50,000 a month. Uh, how many people do you have in your team? 150000 Okay. I asked somebody else. I said, so how many people do you have on your team? Making maybe $80,000 a month. Oh, uh, you, I don't know, four hundred, five hundred thousand 500,000 people. 
Okay. 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 Because, see, I think some of you think that you have to have hundreds of thousands of salespeople in order to make a massive impact. I know you think that. I know you play small. I know you do. I, 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 I know you. I know you play small. Yeah, you do. And then you judge yourself and you go, oh, there's no way. I can't recruit 100,000 people. I've recruited two. So you give up. I guess I framed this totally incorrectly because your numbers make absolutely no sense actually in the chat, in any of the chats. None of the chats make any sense. <laughs> you all keep writing 300. Like I have 300 people on the entire empire. That, that makes no sense. So uh, that makes no sense. <laughs> but that's okay. Your, your comprehension skills aren't too good yet, but that's okay. Guys, $13 million in sales. No income claims, obviously. Our team only has 9,700 active people. Our army has 9,700 people. It's kind of crazy. We, we've taken over the world with 9,700 people. Yet there are top leaders bragging about their hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people and they're not even selling a million dollars a month. It's like Xerxes. Right? So you fought the 300 Spartans with a million with a million people. It's interesting to think about. Let's keep reading, shall we? For four days, just the threat of tangling with the Spartans kept the Persians at bay. Sometime on August 18th, the assault began. Line after line of Persian soldiers was thrown against the flanks of Greeks. They were clashed amongst the rocks, the Spartans fighting in lockstep, not just for their country, but as true heroes always do for the man next to him. Toward the end of the first day, Xerxes ordered his most fearsome soldiers, the 10,000 immortals, into the breach. A Spartan remarked to Leonidas that the immortals were near. Leonidas reassured him, yes, and we are also near to them. To Xerxes' horror, Rising three times in anguished impotence, even these troops were hurled back at a great loss. As the first day bled to the second, Leonidas was not fooled by the victories he had won. He had always known, regardless of the hope of reinforcements, that this was a one-way mission. Yet he had come all the same. He was not fighting for time. Or, excuse me, he was fighting for time. He was there to prove a point as well. His act of devotion was meant to call to the courage of the Greeks who wavered on whether to surrender or resist. They fought on the second day as brutal as the first. And I want you to hear that again. His act of devotion was meant to call to the courage of the Greeks who wavered on whether to surrender or resist. This is the same in your business. Do you understand the power you have as a leader to show up? Do you understand the way that you can impact others by how you work your business? Because, see, for me, it was never an option to quit. It's never been an option to quit. Do you think I don't have bad days? Yeah. 
Do you think I have bad moments? Yeah. Do you think I don't have days where I feel like I am getting attacked from every single side? Yeah. Do you think that I feel like everyone always loves me? No. Do you think that there are days where I feel like I want to scream at our team? Yeah. Do you think there are days where I feel like what is going on? This is like not how it's supposed to be. Yeah. There's a whole lot of days like that. There's a whole lot of moments like that. Right? But I am not showing up in my business for me. And I haven't been showing up in my business for me for, quite frankly, almost a decade. I've been showing up in my business for the people that are part of our army. Do you understand? Because the ripple effect of what happens in this kind of business model is that when I show up the way that I show up, it ripples through Ashley and it ripples through Alana and it ripples through Margot and it ripples through Christine and it ripples through Stacy and it ripples through Inga and it ripples through Joyce because it doesn't just affect me then. It affects their families. It affects Jessica's family. You understand? That's why you show up. You're not showing up for anything except for to prove a point that it can be done. I'm buying time. The more I show up, I'm buying time. I do events for the team. I lose money. I got to change that. But I currently lose money putting on events for the team for a reason, for a purpose, to buy them another 90 days, to give them more belief. Because I never wavered in my belief. I knew that I was going to build this. I knew I was going to make money doing this. I didn't know I was going to make this kind of money. I didn't know I was going to have this kind of success. I didn't know I was going to sell this much. I didn't know I was going to, I didn't know any of this. I didn't know quite the levels of where this was going to go, but I knew. That's why I show up. So in the same way, my courage has been to prove a point. When people say this can't be done, I say, watch me. Do you understand the difference? The difference between, oh, I think we can do it. No, 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 I know this can be done. I know this is a viable business model. I know this is the chain breaker for so many families. And I'm going to continue to show up until more and more and more of you realize that if you continue to go, the only thing that happens is you win. Not enough of you believe that yet, and that's why I show up the way I do. Too many of you are one foot out the door, the other on a banana peel, and you're ready for one inconvenience. You're ready for, you're waiting for one bad month. You're waiting for one lousy recruit to do something to piss you off. You're waiting for one bad leader. Uh, the audacity of somebody on my TikTok, well, see, so you're pointing out the point that there are some bad leaders who get special deals. This is why I quit MLM. I said, why? Because you, cho you chose not to be a leader? I'm fully aware there are people. Fully, fully, fully aware there are people who are bad leaders. I'm fully aware there are people that are not uh, doing businesses with integrity. I'm fully aware network marketing's not perfect. I'm just here to show you it is a better way. And I'm here to show you that whether you're a part of our team or not, I know how I lead. And I should be giving you hope in how you run your business because you can get to the top of anything with any timing. With any compensation plan, with anybody in your upline, in your downline, in your sideline, you get to make the choice. And that's why I show up the way I do. Let's continue. Thank you for sharing. The share contest is over on Facebook, by the way. The more shares on Saturday, we do a huge giveaway. So just share, 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 wherever you feel like sharing. By the third day, it was clear that the Persians had found a, a way to attack from the rear. A warning came about the enemy's strength. Xerxes' archers would fire enough arrows to block out the sun. Then we shall fight in the shade, Leonidas said. Then he ordered his men to dine well, because they were most likely going to dine next in the afterworld. He attempted to select three injured men to return to Sparta with news, hoping secretly to spare their lives as well. To a man, they rejected this golden ticket. I came with the army, not to carry messages, but to fight, the first said. The next, I should be a better man if I stayed here. The third, I will not be behind these, but first 
in the fight. With nothing left to say, the Spartans stood in silence. Who among them was not bearing wounds from the previous day's fighting? Who was not exhausted? Who was not thinking of their children and the country they had left behind? By nine o'clock, the sun was up and the heat was with it. They sweated in their armor. Their bodies coursed with whatever reserves of adrenaline and patriotism remained. They would never see Sparta or their families again. You know, some of you are not willing to make sacrifices. You understand that, right? Do you, do you guys have a full understanding around that? Some of you are not where you want to be because you do not make sacrifices. But you expect miraculous results. Leonidas gave the order to march forward. They stepped outside the protection of the rocky gates to meet the enemy in the open, inflicting extra damage as they took their final stand. The Persians hit them with a fury, whipped from behind by their slave drivers, backed by so many soldiers that they could afford to trample wounded or fallen comrades as the endless waves of men followed, one after another. The Spartans dispatched them methodically, as fiercely as before, at times even feigning to have broken ranks, letting the Persians rush forward and then reforming to slaughter them. Each time a cry of exhilaration would go up. For this brief moment, uncommon valor was a common virtue. The men passed beyond themselves fighting and performing with an almost otherworldly excellence. But the Spartans knew. They knew. This, this was it. They would not grow old. To a man, they would fall. And soon. Leonidas was killed in the middle of the final day, fulfilling a prophecy he had long believed, that a Spartan king would have to die lest Greece be destroyed by an invader. His men rushed out in one, two, three attempts to retrieve his body. On the fourth, they managed. Then right back to the fight. Their spears broke off from use. No reinforcements came. Now the word spread through the ranks. It was time. They retreated back to the gates. Here, they fought with only their swords, and upon losing those, they resorted to their hands and their teeth. Eventually, inevitably, they were overwhelmed. It had been three days of battle plus the four before. They bought their country one week. It cost Xerxes countless men, but mostly time he did not have. More, it shook his confidence. I want you to think about that. Because this is not about the numbers. It's not about what you sold this month. It's not about how many people you recruited this month. It's not about anything. Let me tell you what this is about. This is 100% about how much you believe. Xerxes lost in the long run. I'll get there in a second. Because he lost faith. He lost belief. And you can build your business and your life as big as you believe it can be built and not a not an inch further. How big do you think you can build this? Where is the limit in your mind? Because wherever that has been set by you, wherever that has been set by you, that is as far as you will go. How many more Spartans are there in Greece? Xerxes asked. Do they all fight like this? There are thousands more, came the reply. None are equal to these fallen men, but all are just as good at fighting. Greece also understood what was at stake. No one could deny the gesture that the Spartans had made. No one could deny the call to do their part. Centuries later, 
Winston Churchill remarked to the Royal Air Force's incredible defense of Britain during the Battle of Britain that, quote, never before have so many owed so much to so few. This was not quite true, for even the stand of those few debt few owes a debt first to the 300 Spartans. It's not a stretch to argue that all the accomplishments of Western civilization from the Renaissance to the American Revolution would not have happened were it not for the sacrifice of the, of the 300. And so those 300 soldiers who sacrificed, as the soldiers at Gettysburg did, as the Royal Air Force did, became more than men. They became like gods. It is almost offensively cliched now to use the phrase freedom isn't free. Nonetheless, it's true. Theirs was not a reason why. Theirs was to do and to die. As the ancient inscription at the battlefield reads, quote, tell the Spartans passerby, here obedient to her laws, we lie. Their example of courage and selflessness stands eternal. None of them survived, yet they turned out to be far more immortal than the Persian troops who killed them. What are you leaving behind? Because none of us get out of this alive. You understand that, right? Like there's one place we're all going. You understand that, right? So then why do we not push ourselves? And why do we not operate from courage? And why do we let other people tell us how we're supposed to live our lives? And why do we let other people push us around? And why do we let other people tell us what limits we have when the limits don't exist? We are mistaken to see the Spartans as mere warriors, just courageous fighters. The opposite of fear. This isn't my story today, if you guys have been wondering what book this is from. The opposite of fear, the true virtue contrasted with that vice was not fearlessness. I know you guys are scared. I know you're scared of success. I know you're scared of failure. I know you're scared that you're not going to be a good enough leader. I know you're scared to go live. I know you're scared to do TikToks. I know you're scared to do reels. I know you're scared to figure out what your brand is. I know you're scared to do a lot of stuff. You're scared to do a ton of stuff. Do you think I don't get scared? I would challenge you that I probably get scared every single day. And that's why I'm where I am. Period. The true virtue contrasted with that vice was not fearlessness. The opposite of fear is love. Love for one another. Love for ideas. Love for your country. Love for the vulnerable and for the weak. Love for the next generation. Love for all. Is that not what hits us in the solar plexus when we hear Leonidas's final tearful words to his wife before he left for battle? Quote, marry a good man who will treat you well, bear him children, and live a good life. And it is this profound, marrow deep love that allows one to rise above the logic of self-preservation and achieve true greatness, whether that's shielding someone from a bullet, risking your job to speak out in defense of the common good, or fighting against all hope for a cause you know is right. Sure. Not all selflessness requires the ultimate sacrifice, but there is no selflessness without sacrifice. I don't have to do these book clubs. Like I do this every night for our team. 
I don't have to do live video anymore. I don't have to do network marketing anymore, for being totally honest. I certainly don't need to train all of the world publicly on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube for free. I definitely don't need to put out a podcast for free every single day. There, I have no reason to show up for our company and do anything. I have no reason to even show you the supplements I do drink. I have no, there's no reason. Except for the fact that when I show up and do that, it helps you. And I'm not comparing myself to Leonidas, and I am not comparing myself to a god, and I am not comparing myself to any of that stuff, but I would ask for you to show up and be a little more courageous, a little more bold, a little more of a servant leader. Do, do some things that aren't for you and see how it feels. I don't think I've been paid to train a single person watching this. I know, I, I, I mean, maybe I have. Some of you might have met me at some of my keynote speeches and somebody paid me at those. But for the rest of you, if you're a network marketer, I haven't made a dollar off of you. Not one. And my most valuable resource is time. How are you showing up? What is it you're doing? Because you can't call it sacrifice if you're sacrificing your own time to build your own business. You can't call it sacrifice if you're showing up only for your own benefit. You can't call it selflessness if it's always the bottom line for you. That's not congruent. That's what this is saying. Those people sacrificed for their entire country and for the greater of the entire world. Like he said, it affected the Royal Air Force. It's affected the Declaration of Independence. He goes through a whole bunch of stuff in the book. I just didn't read the whole thing. Think about it. You're going to have to sacrifice. It's just how it is. The sacrifice they made was incredible. All the more so because it had not been for themselves or their own people that they made it. Leonidas could have survived if he chose. He and the Spartans could have ruled all of Greece. Nevertheless, he went and he died so that all those Greeks could be free so that we could be free. If courage is rare, then this kind of heroism is a critically endangered species. If courage by itself is unreasonable, then love in this higher form is truly selfless kind, is insane. It is baffling in its majesty. It is real human greatness. It is us transcending logic, self-interest, and millions of years of our own biology to find quarter, however briefly, in a higher realm. The Spartans are the heroes we recognize as the embodiment of that idea. But we should remember that they are, sta are stand-ins. They represent the anonymous courage of countless resistors for all time. For people who testified in trials and faced reprisals, people who registered to vote and were beaten for it, union organizers who went up against, rob against robber barons, pioneers who set out rescue parties, athletes who played through career-ending injuries to keep their team in the game where their families fed, those were selfless moments of greatness. What we're willing to give, that full measure of our devotion to that effort, to a stranger, to what must be done, that's what takes us higher. That's what transforms us from brave to heroic. Maybe just for a moment. Maybe just to one person. Maybe to be enshrined in the history books for all time.
powerful, right? I don't think you think about that sometimes. That what you're doing today could be impacting generations and generations and generations and generations and generations of people. But how many of you are watching this and you have children or you have godchildren or you have people in your life that you call family that your impact can ripple through? All of you do. And so then why don't we take that courage? Why don't we step forward in our businesses and show up in ways that scare us, but we know we need to? Why don't we make the necessary adjustments in our life? Why don't we get a little more uncomfortable and schedule our lives? Why don't we put out the content we know we need to put out? Why don't we do the follow-up that might result in bringing on a business partner who brings in millions and millions of dollars and millions and millions of humans and millions and millions of impact? We just don't do it because I don't think you think sometimes the story that you're writing is happening every single day, whether you're writing a story of courage or whether you're writing a story of fear. So the book again that I was reading from and then teaching from is called Courage is Calling by Ryan Holiday. You can feel free to watch this back again. It was very powerful. Um, I don't know. I like to read and uh, I like all the comments about you like how I read, how I, you like how I storytell. <laughs> That's how I read. I don't know what to tell you. So I appreciate you guys. 